meetings we had today about some of the things we need to do. If you're not ready to play, you're not going to play. What is up, little boomers? Welcome into episode 63 of the Artillery Podcast. We got Kyle. We got Austin. Sup. We got me, Jordan. And we are coming into your ear holes now. Hello. We're in there. <laughs> Am I just going to talk the whole podcast? Or are you gonna yes. say, are you guys going to say any words? Or Well, I was writing something and you started. What are you writing? Scores. Of what? Of the last two games. I got uh, the Sabres game correct. Yes, you did. Four, what was three, the bet? 4-3 loss. We bet something, uh, right? It's always just you have to buy the, a round at our bar. So I owe you one and Warren one. Correct. Or you two. Yeah, Warren got his right yesterday. So I owe somebody two then. Yeah, we are so smart. With wow. our, If you were here on Wednesdays, Austin, you could partake in our Down the Shaft segment where we would predict the scores of each game until our next it podcast. It might be in the works. We'll talk Ooh. about it later. Hmm. I'm on that. Uh, something that I'm not on, though. Blue Jackets suck now. They do. They what actually. is what is happening with our beloved Columbus Blue Jackets? I don't know what's happening. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening is there's obviously a disconnect somewhere in that dressing room. Um, I don't. They're not playing with with the heart, with the with the Jackets demeanor that we are used to seeing with the hustle. Uh, the board play last night was atrocious. Poopy. It was hard to watch. Boards win games. Mm-hmm. Um, they got a lot of wide open shots based off of their board play in their zone. And it, I mean, four to two. I don't know what I witnessed last night, honestly. That was just a weird game in the sense that it looked like, I don't know, there was just no hustle. There was no energy. It was just like, meh. Like so there was, It was kind of like... Game four of the playoffs against the Capitals at home. Probably. Where it was just absolutely just... Uh. It was just... There was nothing. There yep. was no fight. There was no desire to want to win, at least from an, a fan perspective. Yeah. There was... So, it was, it yeah. was just... Uh, I don't know. It looked like It looked like the least energetic, the least... I don't know. The least energetic game of the season that I've ever seen. Like it, 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 it was on. They were on autopilot. They were just going through the motions, and they were not very good motions. I, I absolutely agree. Uh, Felino said it last night too. He uh, post game um, talking about how he doesn't feel like they have the. They all have the mentality of attack. It's more of dump chase, fall back, defend, and it's hard to dump chase, fall back, defend if you're not winning board battles. The dump uh, chase, that's been majority of the year. Like, they've been like, I mean, most of the year has been the whole dump chase mentality. Rarely do ever just walk it in the zone. It's yeah, all the, just, the neutral zone for us last night was some of the worst display of hockey I've seen all luckily, season. I didn't get to watch that last game. Yeah. <laughs> you were at BrewDog and with, did not invite me. With the third and fourth line a lot, it is dump and chase. With the first two lines, they have the skill guys to, to walk in, and we've seen that a lot from Panarin and Cam. Um, even Dubois walking in, Winberg walks in a lot, but then he'll turn it over a lot when he gets in. Um, I think the dump and chase really comes from the third and fourth line on our on offense. And well, even Anderson, Anderson dumps. A Anderson's lot. one of the fastest guys on the team. I was so kind of happy. That, yeah. I was kind of happy to see the PB and J line back together for a little bit. <laughs> that was pretty yeah. cool. I yeah. was. 
They put they started Cam on that second line last night, and I kind of was. I mean, I love Cam on that first line, but seeing Andy back on that first line when Cam got hurt in warmups, it was. I mean, he was a whole other person. Like if you put him with good line mates, he's he's up there with probably one of the best one of the best players I think on the team. Personally, that's my thoughts. Personally, um, also. I know you guys already covered the Sabres game, the Sabres, but Sabres. I wasn't here on Wednesday, so I get to talk about it. Okay. I still see that Duclair still hasn't slowed down at all. He seems like he's still playing at 100 miles an hour, walking to the net, driving the net. Uh, So why don't we talk about that for yeah, a second? Yeah, we'll lead right into Because um, we, this is actually going to be segment – this is segment two, way to jump the gun. Sorry, I didn't know. Uh, it's okay. I don't know what you wrote down. On your uh, so we're just going to skip down there right now. So we're going to talk about Tortorella's coaching style. Mm-hmm. Okay? We're going to talk about it because Anthony Duclair played a total of, what, 24 seconds? 26 seconds? 24. 24 was, seconds. We thought it was 26, but really it was 24. 24 seconds during the Buffalo Sabres game. Was it – I'm sorry, I – was it the Sabres game or was it the Jets game? Jets. Oh, it was Jets. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Right. It was the last game, right? Might be. Yeah. We're good. Uh, yeah. So, in, so he has one bad play, which gave a Jets goal away. I mean, the Jets scored off of it, and it was bad. But does that merit shortening your bench, making players play more time, potentially tiring them out a little more than they would if they had another guy out there? Does that merit benching him for the entire rest of the game? Not when Cam and Boone are out. Yeah. You can't shorten your bench with Cam and Boone out. I mean, you can, but look where it gets you. Nowhere. I mean, that, that very loss. well could have played to that just five-minute breakdown at the very yeah. end. Oh, I, like, I, I, but I, I honestly think it kind of did because like we were we were very well in that game. I think we should have won that game. We, I think, played, we were the better team, in my opinion, for the majority of that game. And then we just pooped ourselves. The last five minutes, and I think maybe if you you know didn't shorten your bench and you were giving Duclair an opportunity to play, your guys would have been you know a little more apt to you know finish and complete the game, play a full sixty. Plus, where's everyone else on a short leash? Yeah, that's like a, I mean, Winberg. Can somebody please? Ex- Winberg is not that great, and I don't understand. Even like the one if you're going to put Duclair on a leash, a very short leash. And have him only play 24 seconds in a game. How the hell has Alexander Winberg not been on that leash either? And even the one assist he had during that game, it was just like, it wasn't anything spectacular. No, it, it was it, just like, let me if you, oh, I'm shovel that over. He to passed you real up quick. a couple opportunities to shoot the puck yesterday. Yeah. Like, I'm talking, he was a couple feet away from the net with, a, with the, an opportunity just to shoot, and there was nobody really contesting it. And what did he do? He passed it again. That's what I, he does. I, I am completely off this guy. I cannot stand him. Yeah. Uh, going back to, I mean, I, I understand the short leash on Winberg. It should, it should be there. And I think it's coming. Um, probably should have been sooner. But the way that Torch has been talking, it sounds like mm-hmm. that may be coming soon. I just don't get it. I, do I don't not, either. I do not understand or I cannot comprehend his mentality like Winberg. I, I don't yeah. get why the, he just doesn't shoot the puck. I don't. I can't understand it either. Maybe he has the yips. Who knows? Yeah. Um, back to declare the yips. What are the yips? Uh, it's like when you go to like a quarterback will get them. Uh, when you go to throw the ball, you kind of hesitate or. Oh, never heard of that. 
Okay. Well, it's the, it's have. a thing. It's in basketball too thing? with like a Okay. Same Jeez. thing in basketball like a jump shot when you go up to one of the players for the Sixers had it. It's like a real thing, the yips. It's uh, it's almost Markel like a P- it's almost, yeah, Markel, yeah. It's almost like PTSD <laughs> related. It anyways, going back to declare <laughs> um Torts in an interview the other day said uh and I quote about what um about Duclair, about the Duclair situation, he said on the end of the he's on the end of the bench where he belongs. That's a quote from him. But he didn't say that directly yeah. about Duclair. Uh-huh. But it was about the question was directed in that way, and that's the only person that's really there's ever there's yeah. been an issue with being healthy scratched when maybe he shouldn't have been. And Torts firmly believes that Duclair deserves a spot on the healthy scratch list. Yeah, well, I, mean, I mean he played yesterday, didn't he? He did play yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, he actually had some time out there. But I just I don't get the mentality where you know he's he's really hating on this dude. But like you got guys out there that just don't have any business being out there as much as Duclair. You know, do we got guys making mistakes and 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 not playing with any emotion recently? And those guys are getting more ice time than they than they deserve. I just don't get it. Don't yeah. I, don't get it. It might have some. I mean, sadly, it might have something to do with like behind the scenes attitude from Duclair, and we just might not see it. And that's the other thing too. Like, I, there's a lot of dynamics that go into it without us. Like, being oh yeah, I mean, we TV. we just see what's on TV. We don't see the. We're not in the practices. We're not. Uh, I would love to be a fly on the wall in in those things, but uh, yeah, I mean, we obviously just see what's on the old uh, TV there. I will give it to uh, old old Riley uh, in the Winnipeg game. He did skate like he wasn't. Yeah. Isn't it crazy how he mo- he moves up a line like we said he would, and then he starts playing well because he's a product of the line he's on? Like he yeah. was, he was skating. You. Isn't that weird? We, we called it. We called that, uh, well, I, I think I called it really, that Riley Nash moved him up a line. I, st- I still think you drop Winberg down to like the third line and put Ry- give Riley and Nash a, an opportunity on that second line because we see what he did with Boston when he was surrounded by good players. He puts up 40, 45 points, I think, last season. Surround him with some better players. I guarantee Riley Nash will have more goals than Alexander Winberg this season if you put him on like a second line. Right now, they each have one goal. How do you feel about Latestu being up? <sighs> well, I don't know. I have mixed emotions about it. I, think like he, over, I like mean, if you had Latestu or Sedlak, what I would put, honestly, you know, I don't know, maybe four or five episodes ago, I was kind of off Latestu coming back up, but I'm kind of might be on it. Like I, I think having Latestu, he's in the, he's a he's a veteran presence. He's been there before. He's great at the in the faceoff circle. Like I, I don't think he ever really makes mistakes. Like he's just he's a rock on on any line he's going to be be on. And I, that's I what this team I needs like, right yeah, now. I mean, we I need... like Sedlak, but I kind of am on Latestu back right now. Granted, he's back because of injuries, but um, I kind of would like to see him stay up here. Yeah, Boone. Did you know Boone was a was a healthy scratch last night? Well, he's hurt. He, no, he was a healthy scratch last night. Well, he, they didn't put him on the IR. I don't think yeah. he's. They so said he's, he's not injured at all. He's just. No, he's, they were giving him an extra game. No, he's he has like an infection on in his foot. One to three weeks. Yeah, but he got that laceration in his ankle when it got infected. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, so I mean he's he's not on the IR, so yeah. he's just there. He's gonna be healthy scratch until he's fully Still better, lost. but. What? So he's still a roster spot. He's just not. Yeah. But no, I, I'm kind of, I'm digging Latestu back up here. I like Yeah. Him. So what, um, going back into Torts as a coach and in his coaching style recently, um, obviously we've, we pray, we've been praising Torts for 
ever since he got hired really about the job he's done here, which I think he's still doing a great job. It's just, you know, st- yeah, stuff's I starting to get a little uh, shaky right now. This, this whole starting Bob still over Corpy when on the season, they have almost identical stats. Now Bob has seen about 500 more shots than Corpy has, yeah. uh, but the save percentages are identical. And I just don't understand if going back to trade talk again, if, we're looking at trading Bob or and or Panarin. Why Bob is playing so much with that chance of injury? Um, this is the second he gets injured, which he's been injured before. The second he gets injured, he's untradeable. So I just don't understand why still Bob is playing over Corpy when he hasn't been playing well. And Torch has come out. Torch has come out and said multiple times, and everybody kind of knows this that. Uh, he plays who's playing better, and that is not the case with our goaltender situation right now. Yeah, I mean, I I do think the past couple months, Corpy has been more steady, more confident in his game. I think Bob is a head case sometimes, and we've seen that recently. I think the whole month of January, I don't think he gave up less than, what, four goals every game. He was, you know, not, not doing so hot, and yeah, I mean, I think... Corpy does. I think he deserves more opportunities than what he's getting. I don't under, quite understand the notion of you know starting Bob as much. Granted, he is your starting goaltender, and we pay him eight million dollars a year right now. Somebody was a couple people have tweeted us saying, "Oh, they're trying to shop him." I'm like, I don't think that's the case at all. I can see it. If you are no, if you are an NHL team and you don't know what Sergei Bobrovsky can do, and you're a scout, then you're just an idiot. Like he's he. Yeah, you don't. We don't need to. We don't need to shop him for anything. Like, yeah. uh. And yeah, have we kind of bashed Bob a little bit on Twitter? Yes. And people were coming at us yesterday like, oh, why aren't you bashing Corpy? I'm, I'm like, well, Bob is demanding, what, $10 million a year in a contract. He's technically our starter. He's getting paid right now $8 million a year while Corpy's getting paid $900,000 a year. Corpy, and shows Corpy, no interest in being here. And shows no interest in being here. And Corpy comes in every other every other week plays once and you know is pretty solid for a backup and he's not getting as many opportunities so when you throw a guy in there that's not getting consistent starts in my opinion you don't really need to bash that guy if any in my opinion it's bob is the our our bashing or our constructive criticism is is warranted in my opinion personally and in my opinion but bob's kind of shown us he has no intention of being in columbus He's in off. my opinion. Yeah. I mean, he, I mean, he, Bob's always kind of had that demeanor of just bleh, just like not really a whole lot of emotion. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there's something different about this. Oh, this like he, he just, yeah, there's, he, there's not an interest of being in Columbus. There's not an interest of carrying out a contract here. So he's kind of shown us what he wants. So I think it's time to just put Corpy in that one spot and let him get consistent. You know, Bob's going to play every now and then, obviously, as a backup. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's time to show Bob the door, I, even before we trade him. I, I think we have to, yeah. just, you know, start letting Corpy get his minutes. You think you, So you think Corpy should be starting consistently over yeah. Bob right well, now? Well, we saw what he did when Corpy did get consistent there for a while. Yeah, he, I mean, for, he was actually doing pretty for well. For a while, I mean, well, his record for a while, I mean, before January hit, was like 9-2-2 two, and two or something like that. Like, he was doing great. And yeah. He started against uh, what was it, Nashville and Minnesota, maybe. Yeah, and he before the All Star break. I said, just get like, and Corpy's always been that way. You have to get him consistent. I mean, when he comes off the bench, like every now and then, he does give up four goals a game. 
Yeah. But when he he played know, the Capitals game. That's right. Yeah. The, it, was he, the pre, it was the it was the did a hell of a job. The Predators and Capitals game. Yeah. He started in both yeah. of those, and Panarin ended up having overtime winners in both of those yeah. games. Like back he, back. he those, those are the Capitals at the time were leading the Metro. I'm pretty sure the Preds are leading. We're leading their division at the yeah. time. So Corpy comes in there and has two huge wins. Gets yeah against division and, leaders. And you know you as Tortorella, I feel like you have gotta respect that and give Corpy more looks. Like and that's when we were on a bit of a losing streak too, wasn't it? Weren't we on a bit of a skid, and oh, then yeah, we hit we the were. when we hit the Preds and the Capitals, and yep. everything came up a little bit. So yeah, so yeah, I'm totally. If 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 we are you know giving Bob shit on Twitter, it's because in my opinion it, it it's warranted. Corpy, he's your he's right now he's your backup, and you can't expect what you could, should expect from Bob and and Corpy unless you give Corpy the same amount of looks. Bob's out of character. He is. Yeah. I mean, like the like the was it the Jets game that he fell down trying to make that save going like and it went five hole. Yep. Was it at the Jets game? Yeah. No. That was a Sabers game. Sabers, yeah, Sabers. Jeff Skinner. Yeah. Goes crashing in and Bob just like stands up, falls backwards. Yeah. Trying to make a save. Like that's just that's not Bob. That's no, it's not. not. Bob. He is, and he did it. To be to be fair, I mean, in my honest opinion, Bob has done this to himself. Like he has completely done this to himself. It's not his play is not a, a, a correlation to the way fans are talking about him and, and and all this all this drama. It's what he said at the beginning of the season. Management knows my plans, and obviously he does not want to be here. He's had a sour attitude. Example: the Tampa Bay game. I don't think he's. I think there's still some some stuff stemming from that in his mind, and I, he just doesn't want to be here. It's entitlement. Yeah. Absolutely. He came in here, you know, just thinking he's the cock of the walk, and he has come back to reality very quick, and now I think he's just he's completely off Columbus. Two Vezinas, he's been probably, what, I mean, probably the best goaltender that the Jackets have had. Yeah, as far oh, yeah, as, in know, franchise history, easily. I mean, and so, and now he thinks that he's just, you know, the savior of the franchise. He wants to get paid, but I don't think that's how it I don't think of how it works. Yeah, and he very well may be. I mean, we don't know. He's been the savior of the franchise at this point. Yeah. I mean, with him and Torts together, maybe we should pay. But he's him. only got us so far. That's my thing too. I mean, there's something mentally about that guy that when he gets in a big situation, we well, had to he had to see a sports psychiatrist I mean, or psychologist. Like, in, and I don't I don't think he'd win with a guy like that. No, you think he can win regular season with a guy like that? Yeah. But I think if you want to make a run, I don't think he's there's, your guy. There's no in between, Bob. There's no steady, Bob. It's nope. either he's hot or he's completely yeah, he's cold, really good, or just like really what the hell? just absolute garbage. But yeah, there's there's no just consistent steady, Bob. Yeah, it's just it's hot or cold with him. He's yeah, a, he's a he's a head case in my opinion, and he needs. It's time for Columbus to move on. Yeah, so back to torts. <laughs> what? So back to torts. Yeah. What about torts? This whole right. segment is about torts. Yeah, what are they? <laughs> yeah talk. Um, so I just, going out, we've talked about Bob so much. We're I just, just we've beat, horses. talk about beating dead <laughs> yeah. horses. Um, the, oh, it turns out that horse I was talking about last podcast. Yeah. It was fake. Oh, yeah. fake horse. <laughs> That's actually good news. I okay. thought it was a dead horse, like a frozen dead horse on the middle of the highway. It fake was, horse. It was a, uh, yeah, it was like this ceramic replica horse thing. I don't know. Nice. It looked real, though. I'm telling you, it was hell of a job. <laughs> it was more like a stuffed horse. You know how you you, you, like, you stuff a deer head? Oh. You know? That's kind of what it looked like. Okay, back also. to torts. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> uh, so I noticed, like, just from his presser last night, I expected him to be 
pissed off like he has been over the last couple games on this losing streak. I've expected him to be very short with the media. Uh, not the case last night. I'm starting to get a little thrown off by these mixed post-game yeah, interviews. They're in, and pre-game interviews. Even pre-game, yeah. He had a fun time with that TSN microphone. <laughs> oh <my laughs> He's like, get this out of my face. Trying to poke me with I'm it? I'm just, I'm confused. And going into, using that, going into the next point, is is Torch, do you think maybe the reason, like a big part of the reason for these recent struggles and, and this drama possibly? Is he rubbing guys the wrong way? Is is he maybe causing friction because of the, his coaching style? I don't know. I mean, he's if correct me if I'm wrong, didn't did he come out and say that they had a team meeting about, you know, we just got to keep pushing forward with the way we've been dealing with this before? So they're they're going to be having a team meeting in Colorado. Yeah. So that's we played Colorado, I think on Tuesday. Mhm. And I believe that they're going to be they're going to just air everything out, I think. It's it needs to be done because there are there's two elephants in the room, and there's no question about it. And that's been the talk of the town. We've been the t- we've been the talk of the entire league because of these two guys, Brett and Bob. And I think there there's still something in the air that just doesn't seem right. And I, I think it's now trickling into the performance on the ice. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. It's yeah. caught up with them. It, it has. It's it time is, it to has finally it. caught up with them. And we didn't see it at the beginning of the season. And now that the trade deadline is approaching, it's here. It's it's here. And I think that is a huge reason why we're seeing what we're saying thick in the air i thought we've already done this though what? wasn't there already a meeting well where the, they, it was after there was a meeting after the whole bob thing in tampa bay isn't that what we're still dealing with well i, I think that was more so just the situation at hand and in, uh, in that moment and what what bob did during that game i don't think it was a discuss everything out yeah. type of meeting now there is a big there, there's just a big question mark in the locker room of Bob and Panera. I mean, it is approaching deadline. It's mm-hmm. getting to the point where, like, everyone's probably wondering, what are we going to do with these two guys? I mean, you, you know, the players play with them. They, they got to be thinking it in the back of their head. It's yeah. there. Yeah. It's like, you know, if, am I going to be playing with this guy in a couple of days, a couple of weeks, or am I going to be playing, you know, behind Corpy? Am I going to be, or in front of Corpy? Am I going to be yeah. playing with Panera on the line? Am I going to have new line mates? New faces? Yeah. yeah. I mean, so, they're, and plus, you know that it's not just going to be, in order to get the return, too, it's not just going to be Panarin on the move. There's going to be other players involved with I Bob honestly and think I think that they are off Winberg, and I think he'll be involved in a trade. I it's, really do. I don't think he's going to be around much longer. There's a lot of uncertainty. But also, I want to say this about Torts. I think Torts is, is the kind of coach that he doesn't get enough credit. I think he knows when to turn it on and off. I think he knows the difference between one game where there just was – it was very out of character – and there's a difference between, you know, the five-game losing streak. Like, I think yeah. he knows that right now would probably not be the time to explode yeah. because it's just going to be all the uncertainty in the air, five-game losing streak, pair that all together, and it's probably not going to get the end result that you want. So it needs to be probably more encouragement and talking them through it. Whereas, you know, if this was just like one game where they were just a complete crapshoot and it was very out of character after they He gets he, – yeah, that makes sense because he, he does get because, heated. Yes. Especially because what, what he saw in the Buffalo Sabres game. He when was he knows so that mad. it's warranted. Yeah. But at the same time, I think he knows as a coach. I mean, he's been in it for a while. I mean, that's why he's won yeah. over 600 games. And he's most um, – well, I don't know anymore. Is, is, is he the most – Winning is coaching uh, in, because now in Columbus Blue Jackets history, yes, and he's the uh, American-born winning is coach now, six hundred and some now. Okay, I didn't know if it's Peter Lavia. Is he American-born? Uh, coach? 
Yeah, they might have those, caught him by they, now. For yeah, lose that's sure. true. They may have caught, but he was the first one to hit six hundred yeah, ones. So he was. We'll give him that. Um, but yeah, so I just I don't know. He knows when to turn it on and off. I think he does a good job of managing it. You know, everyone's going to make a mistake here and there, especially with like a player like Duclair. It might be attitude players. I mean, Duclair's kind of he. He hasn't fared well everywhere he's been. He hasn't. So it could he, be an attitude issue. He, not something that's that, a very good point because he's been with how many teams and he's how old? He's like maybe early, early, early 20s, right? Mm-hmm. 22, 23. He's kind of like a – I mean, I'm not saying Milano had an attitude issue, but it's uh, – Duquer and Milano, Milano are similar. Milano sucks. <laughs> they're, I mean, they're both fast, think, out of control. I think, like, I think Milano came in – With the expectation. With the expectation of playing kind of – Maybe a little sense of entitlement to come in there and like start playing right away. Do you think that's what's happening with Duclair? He no. comes in, he starts off hot. He comes in and and, he, and how he's thinking, I'm a skilled player. I've come in, I've scored what? Yeah. How many goals? Like, he came like out nine hot. Or, I think. Maybe. I hope not. If he, I mean, if he does have that mentality coming into a team like this with with Panarin and Cam already on the lines and PLD, one of the best young centers in the league. I, yeah, uh, I, don't I think there's. I personally I don't, don't think there's an attitude issue there. There, no, not in that That's aspect. I mean, I don't know. Just maybe Milano. I uh, real quick hot take: Milano biggest draft bust in Blue Jackets history. <laughs> uh, it'll be Winberg soon, but yeah, <laughs> for, for right now we'll go with. Did Milano. Winberg go higher than? Did Winberg get taken oh, higher? Yeah, than he was Milano? a he was a first round like what? You know who's really panning out? Ryan Murray. He is, baby. A healthy Ryan Murray. Another, healthy. Go ahead. Not, jump not, on the Murray train. Been on uh, it for a while you now. Have, you a have, non-glass you Ryan Murray. And, it's, yeah. yeah. It's so good to see that. You love Nudavara. to see Nudavara, Harrington. Those guys. I mean, Nudavara has played his first game Harrington's last night. Harrington's been playing solid. Harrington, I think, is going to be a really good player as well. But um, anyways. <laughs> to go back to the, the issue, is the issue towards? No, I don't think it is. I think, listen, he's the winningest coach now for the Blue Jackets. Um, he's had the most success of any coach here. He... The bottom line is these guys are professional athletes, and Tortorella is just doing what he thinks is best in the interest of the team. And if they can't get past that and look past that as being paid multi-million dollar contracts, then you know they're acting like little kids. But I don't think that's the issue. I think that I think it's all stemming from the uh, the elephants in the room there of, of Brad and Bob and what's could take place soon. Taking your point and and saying they're all professionals, you're exactly right. So I think that in saying that um the trade rumors or whatever are not even an issue i honestly don't think that because when you're on the ice you're not taking a slap shot thinking oh is panarin gonna get traded tomorrow like yeah when you're on the ice in the moment that i don't think that that the trade rumors have nothing to do with the on ice play i in my opinion that that would be absolutely ridiculous if that was the case um it's it's hockey. You go out there, you skate, you shoot a puck. The, I think what we saw last night was uh, bad lines, mm-hmm. in my opinion. The the lines weren't put together. The starting line they had, it, it was all messed up. Panarin wasn't even on the start in the starting lineup last night, on the first line. He was on the first line. He was on, he started on the second. Did he? he came in on the first and oh, okay. like the next shift. But I just don't understand. Going back to is he the is towards the reason for the struggles what i've said what i said weeks ago i think that him switching up these lines so much trying to find the perfect lines is screwing this team because they're playing with different people almost it seems like almost every night besides He's always our, been a line blender 
that's and I think that's why we're not getting any consistency. We're not getting and it starts from the top down. We're not getting consistency on our lines from the top from the coach. We're not getting consistency, and that's I think is leading into not any consistency on the ice from the players. Yeah, I mean I can see that. I mean we've we've. Boone is kind of throwing a wrench in some of the lines because he's not playing right now. But that first line by far is always – he's pretty much untouched that for the majority of of the season. But, yeah, three through four or two through four. Yeah. It's, it's – well, even it's, the defensive He puts them in a blender every game and you never know what, you, what you're going exactly. to get. So. Yeah, even the defensive pairings. It's, be, it's yeah. been – Seth Jones has been uh, an anchor on the first, on the first pairing mm-hmm. all season. And then it's been Warinsky or Harrington or Murray yeah. or Nudovar has been up there once or twice. Mm-hmm. We, we can't get any, any consistency yeah, no, on I, our defensive I would like lines. To see, I would love to see more consistency from lines two through four. Yes. And I still, I'm all about bringing Riley. Who would you rather see on a first pair? First um, pair defenseman? Yeah. At this particular moment, Kyle's going to love this. Uh if you say Jones Murray, you're right on track with that. Yeah, I was, was gonna say Jones Murray. Yeah, I think I think we're, we're I can't never say his name correct. Rowinski. Warinski. Warinski. Yes. Yeah. I always say it with an R first. Rowinski. Uh, he's still solid, but uh, yeah, I think he's put him on that second pairing now. He had some Warinski. I'm not gonna go on another Warinski bashing spree, but last <laughs> night he played awful again. I mean, not awful, but he was not good last night that on the boards again. And like nobody I said earlier, was, nobody even knew what a board was last night. But you're right. Nobody. It seemed like nobody fought for boards at all yeah. on on the Columbus side last night. Um, Jody Shelley said that. I mean, and he made a really good point last night. Um, but Warinski, I feel like he was in a lot of those scrums, and he lost. <laughs> I mean, he didn't come out with the puck or get the puck out to anybody one of those times. He, it, it just he didn't look like he had any idea what he was doing last night. I think Warinsky's nonchalant attitude also it also puts a big marker on him when he isn't playing well. Yeah, it's he's, like he's more he's a very quiet, under a microscope whenever quiet. he is playing bad because yeah. of the fact that he's so nonchalant even when he's playing good. Yeah, like everything's just kind of like he's just. He's a very, he always acts like he's just so smooth and yeah, just he does. not. I mean, he's very emotionless, which I'm I'm cool with. I mean, I, I don't mind it. But that does it. it yeah, it brings to light more of how he is when he's not playing well, just because he is that way. Yeah. So I I agree. I agree. I gotta do my, same with uh, Winberg. I feel like Winberg has that same mentality, that yeah. same air, not arrogance. I think I think Winberg kind of has a little arrogance to his game, but when he's not playing well, which we've seen all season. It, it, the fact that you kind of just see him out there with you know emotionless, not really doing anything, it it makes him a target. Is Winberg's play stemming from the loss of William Carlson, his best friend? To when Vegas? they were paired together, they were good. Because uh, because it feels, I just feel like ever since he's lost to Vegas, yeah. I feel like that is when Winberg's yeah. been. That's when he thr- that's that's when he thrived with when when he was with William Carlson, those two on the same line. It was Hartnell was on that line too. It wasn't a, a Hartnell oh, and Sons. Oh, I just got hot. I love, I love, I love Daddy. I love Daddy Hartnell. Oh, hey, since uh, I got to do Quit my squeaking your shoes. Traditional. I'm sorry, Jesus. Do my traditional plus minus on uh, Warinsky. Yes. Since the last time we talked, which which, which was Wednesday, he's lost three points in the plus minus what, category. What's he at right now? Minus thirteen. Thirteen. That's not good. He's not having a good season. No. What are his points though? Uh, points player. on the season, he has 27 points. Not bad for a defenseman. He has what, like 
six, seven goals. Uh, nine goals. Nine. How many does assists. Murray have right now? Murray. Let me Murray's check. not a very big points guy. I don't think. I, I think you'd be surprised this year. His plus minus is no. Phenomenal. Actually, no. This year he does have a lot of. He's on pace for like I think. He's played the whole season. Yeah. I I had a feeling once Murray stopped getting hurt, if he stopped getting hurt, he was going to come out and be solid. I mean, yeah. he's a really good defender. I guess I more so meant to say he's not a big scorer. He'll yeah. get, he'll get on like the assist. I think sheet. he's he's very subtle with the yeah. scoring. Murray, Murray has one goal, twenty four assists, so twenty five points. Um, he's I mean he's a good passer as a defender, but a yeah. plus fourteen. Yeah, he's he's more of a defensive defenseman. He's not so much of an offensive defenseman like Jonesy or or. Zach would be right, and that's well. I that's we have the offense, so we don't need offensive defenders. I think that's part of the problem. I'm not trying to go down another rabbit hole, but I think part of the problem is our our blue liners trying to. I mean, Warinsky trying to come up and make offensive plays, and then we're stuck with a two on one. Yeah, you, you see it a lot, and yeah, I think that that's doesn't, he doesn't get back sometimes quick enough. The nonchalant, yeah. like you just said. I mean, it's it's you can just watch it happen. I mean, he, he'll he go in, either get it stolen, or he'll take a wrist shot. I mean, he has nine goals, but a quick wristy or let's, that you know gets blockered or whatever, and then it's a two-on-one back with Jones or, or Savard getting screwed on the back end. Yeah. Do you think – it's a lot of hypothetical here. Do you think that Warinsky is in a better position for himself when he is a rover? And that's the thing. I, I think – Personally, there's been a shift of focus away from him being a rover um, ever since the little coaching switch. What was it? Larson and Shaw switched from. Yeah. And then they went back, correct? Yes. Yep. They went back. back? Yes. But do you think that could have thrown a wrench in things as far as our defenseman? I mean, because, I mean, mid year. I don't know. I mean, they switched back, but, I mean. I don't think that has anything. No, because that doesn't change the way that you play as a player on the ice each player is basically tagged as what kind of player they are um Warinsky is a two-way defender I mean he can come up and and score but then if he doesn't score he has a hard time getting back and I think that's really where the problem lies it, or even him getting back or if on a breakout on his missed shot we don't see a lot of our forwards getting back either. Well, a lot. I think a lot of what really hurts our defensemen too is we don't hit the net. <laughs> we do not. <laughs> that, like, that, like that. That's really Jesus. bad. That's, I mean, Torts has even brought that up. Now it's let's like, get basic. Yes. Like you're not even close. Because if you just fire one off and you don't hit the net and it rims around the boards real quick, it's hard to get back. Yeah. If it's shooting around the board. I mean, Absolutely. So yeah. Duclair, he was like three feet away from the net yesterday. And he shot it. it. He shot it about six feet wide. Yeah, Panarin even there did was nobody even on him. Yeah, Panarin even did that last night. Well, Rung around the boards and came back out of I mean, the I zone. I can understand not hitting the net every now and then, but it seems like we've really struggled well, with lately. Like just, it has not been. We're good. always pinging the glass. We only had like ten shots after the second period yesterday. It was something, something stupid, like on goal. Yeah. I think going yeah going back to to Torts again. I I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, we it's just, just we keep so funny. Hey, this is our Sunday pod. This is our just this is our ranting. Pod. Hey, we got we got you criticized know. for not talking enough about hockey. Oh, yeah. Here you go. We're boring dorks. Going back to Torts, I think that he needs to make his. I mean, it's hard to make a to change up a player's scheme, um, but focus on defense with the defense. Stop trying to get goals and stop running plays with our blue liners. Coming, at, let them sit back. Let our forwards. We have good lines, good forward lines. I mean, you got Josh Anderson down there. We Duclair. If he starts playing, he'll get better. Well, um, last night 
I didn't even I did not really even see hustle and heart from Anderson or Dubois either. Like, and those are our two guys that are, those are our, those are our heart guys. Those are our guys that, you know, show the emotion. Yeah. And that's, that's how bad I think it was last night for these guys. Like there just wasn't Some, anything There's something there. going on. I mean, they're tired. That is, yeah, what? I don't know. Was it this, maybe this, they have jet lag. I mean, they just played. No. I don't think so. They just looked like, maybe the blues were just that good. They're because they're really, I mean, they're a 500 team, but like it's a West, the Western conference kind of plays differently. Yeah, and they just they just shut down any opportunity. Like we just we had I don't think we had really one offensive sustainable pressure situation set up at all. Like it was just our goals were more so like you know nothing special about them. They were just they happened, but there was no just like we never set up in in our zone to like make anything happen. The ice was was absolutely tilted last night. Yeah, in the wrong direction. True that. All right, enough. We're enough of this hockey crap. Let's that was do good. Let's do something different. Let's do something fun. <laughs> All right. We have a new segment. Kyle, it was your idea, so you introduce it. All right. So we are going to do the one-minute challenge. <laughs> it's kind of a challenge, but we can hashtag it. Hashtag should one we get minute a, challenge. Uh, should we get an alarm or a clock going? A yeah, timer? you got it. I right, got it. So what the uh, object of this is, is we're each going to ask each other a question, or not a question. We're going to give each other a subject. Talking point. A talking point, and the person that we ask has to talk about that point for a minute be, straight. It can be hockey or non-hockey. It can be any subject. So those of you that uh, leave bad reviews for us saying we don't talk enough hockey, now would be the time to t- turn off your, your podcast. Yes, do not listen <laughs> past it. Spoiler alert, probably not a lot of hockey coming in the next <laughs> yeah. segment. All right, so who's, who's rolling off first? I'll start. Okay. So my subject is for Austin. Austin, what would be the first thing you did if you found out we are in the middle of an apocalypse. When you say apocalypse, do you mean like the world? Like everybody's dying. You're one of the last people left that you have found. Straight out of the Walking Dead. Zombies. Oh, maybe, zombies are maybe, zombies maybe no zombies. Uh, zombies are included. Zombies are included. We are going zombies. Columbus <laughs> is full of zombies. We leave the studio and there's zombies outside. Okay. Cool. Can the zombies run, <laughs> or, or do they just fast walk? This does not count. Towards his time. All right, we'll let you go to two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> no, the zombie. It's think of Walking Dead. They're, so they literally they're, walk. Okay. They're walkers. Okay, they're walkers. Uh, zombies don't run. Um, number one, I'm avoiding all the zombies when I walk out of here. That's a smart move. Um, I'm not. I'm not even going to try to touch them. I don't got any weapons in here. There's no. I mean, I can't use the mics. Um, yeah, no, the hammer. I'm grabbing the hammer up there. The hammer, yeah. Just solid. in case. You I need can to grab bash the, zombies' brains. The in. mic stands too. Those are pretty. Yeah, heavy. but I feel like the hammer is the go-to yeah, right now. No, hammer and those little uh, growlers, just in case I got to, you know, okay. smash some brains. Okay. And then I'm finding. I'm. I don't know where in Columbus. I don't know where. Uh, but I gotta go find some high ground. Yeah. I gotta find. Um, maybe I'm driving to Lancaster. Maybe I'm going to Rising Park. Rising Mount Pleasant. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'm going there, <laughs> and I'm I'm setting up camp up top. Yeah. Um. Constant fire. I gotta have fire going all the time so I can see during the nighttime. Yeah. And the zombies can see you. Zombies can see fire though. They're, That's they're, also true. They're like flies. They're attracted That's to the light. That's true. You've really Man. been helping him with this minute. Yeah, sorry. Good job. I just I love The Walking Dead. So <laughs> or I loved it. Got now it just needs to stop. But ideally, ideally, I'm trying to find somewhere where there's a giant cliff behind me, but I'm also so they can like, fall so, on you. Well, but if they fall down, are they? I mean, if so they, what you're gonna do is you're gonna like trick them into falling off the cliff. But also, no. If I if I set up camp against the cliff too, I can also see that goes against my high ground thing. Okay. But 
if there was some if there was some ideal place where there's a hill that went into a cliff. Okay. <laughs> because then I'd be able to see Colorado. they can only come up one way, and if they fall down, screw that. I mean, they're falling. That's okay. a hard one. It's, have you ever did, have you ever been to the Rocky Mountains? You yeah. just described the Rocky Mountains. Okay. That Don yeah. that I'm John Denver is really full of shit. <laughs> I'm going to the Rockies. Uh, you're going to the Rockies? Okay. If hypothetically, if I was involved in this question, I'd probably go to my dad's house because he has like an arsenal of guns prepared for the apocalypse. So probably going to drive to oh, Logan. Oh, I could go down Cleveland Avenue and raid that gun store with the barbed wire around it. There you go. You you, you got to like raid. Yeah. You got first. You got you, you really messed up a lot there. You got to go to a grocery store. You got to just get as much crap as you can get. And then you got to go to like a weapon store and just gives me weapons. There's a know. Kroger right up the street That's or true. in King Avenue. Yeah. It might be utter chaos, but you just got to try to make it happen, you know. My first instinct is to get away, though, so that's my that's my problem. Well, I think that would that's probably smart. Okay. All right, we're, you're done. You're, you're three minutes is up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, I guess it would be your turn now, Austin, to ask me a question. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. You are on a sinking boat. Okay. There is a shark swimming around your boat okay what what do you do what do you do a sinking boat a shark you're going down you're going in the water yeah and there's the shark just circling um okay do i have anything on this boat I, like what what type of boat we're talking like a cruise ship we're talking like a little fisherman boat like you're out deep sea fishing deep sea fishing there's a shark around me uh well if i'm fishing i got i have stuff in my boat. If you're deep sea fishing. So I have, I probably have my, my, my catch, my, my fish that I've caught. So what I would do is I would throw all my catches into the water very far to distract them, like to, to distract the shark away from me. And then either way, I'm going to die because I'm a deep sea. <laughs> uh, it's just either, it's either do I want to be eaten alive or do I want to drown? I feel like being eaten alive would probably be a go quicker than drowning. Yeah. So painful. I would at least attempt to try to distract the shark by throwing things in the opposite direction that, that I wanted to go. But if I'm deep sea fishing, I'm probably going to die either way unless I like swim to a nearby boat that might be around me. But I would probably just, you know, distract the shark and start swimming. You and have 10 just, seconds left. And if I die, that was just the, the hand that God dealt me. Yep. <laughs> All right. Everybody's got to go out somehow, you know? Yeah. Um, Kyle. Yes. Yours. Oh, are you gosh. ready for this? I think. All right. If you are stranded on an island and you have to pick two Blue Jackets players to take with you, oh. who are you picking and why? And a month later, you have to eat one of them for survival. Okay. Which one are you eating? So I would take, the two I would take is uh, Oliver Bjorkstrand. Why? Because he's the, he's a really cool guy, honestly, just <laughs> okay. like personally. Um, and then second, I would probably take Winberg for the same reason. Okay. Uh, they just, not, they don't really strike me as like survivalists, you know, I don't think they're going to really help you out. Maybe not, much. but I have to eat one of them. So that's good for me. That's true. Um, I would take those two. I like, I like Oliver. I like hanging out. I mean, I would love to hang out with him. Same with Winberg. Winberg's actually a cool dude. I, I mean, don't doubt his. You may a not cool like. Dude. Uh, He's just not a good hockey player. But then when it came down to it, I mean, you know, we're chilling on the island for a while. We're hanging out. Maybe bring some some beach chairs. You know, just sunbathing no, and stuff just, like this that. This is like this is like straight stranded. Like you so, are, we'll make some beach chairs out of out of go. the trees. There's nothing there. um, there's we'll get no, some coconuts. You know, get some coconuts going yeah. with straws, and then I would totally eat Winberg. 
Eat Winberg? Yeah. Plus, if you had what? to sleep with one of them, if you got bored, then you at least had Winberg on the yeah. other one. I have sure. a left hand. Uh, so <laughs> that's my and, timer. I mean, if you're going to eat Winberg, you at least got, you got to check out what he's, what he's packing down there, you know, just kind of curious. He's a good, good, good looking dude, right? I mean, yeah, that'll that'll just be part of the that'll just be part of the meal. Yeah, you just gotta use like, all right, well, get a know, fire before, going. Before I just, you, I'm just kind of curious. You ever had sausage links? Uh, yeah, those are great. Yeah, I love I, sausage links. I usually get links. the ones that are like maple flavoring. Those are good. Yeah, yeah. I'll see if I can Bob like, Evans. get some coconut on there. It might be some, you know, some yeah. some wild birds or something on the island. Just get a little medley going yeah. there. Yeah, just uh, some. I think it'd be good. Penis gumbo. <laughs> 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 there you go. You, you love you love you love to eat it. You know? it. <laughs> you love to eat it. All right, that was that was solid. I think I, me, I think I would have like taken Boone or Savard. Those guys. I was gonna say that seemed like they got some meat yeah, on them. Yeah, I would, I would, I would probably them. eat Savard. Plus, Savard's got a big beard. He seems like caveman. Maybe That's what I'm saying. Like, I think there's like there's a, there's a survival instinct in there. I think exactly. So when you go try to kill them to eat them, then you're done. You but don't then have a you would just eat the other one. If you have Savard and someone else, that's true. But or they would what, team up and get you. That's true. They could do that too. I would do like the survival thing and yeah. and get you know be friends with Bjorky and then we would take down Winberg together because it's pretty much like Survivor. You know, you exactly you've yeah form that alliance. I would exactly. take Seth Jones Winberg, personally. You have been voted off the island because you know his mother would go to all ends of the earth to find you. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, that's true. So I'm taking oh, that's Seth. True. Yeah, and I am definitely not eating Seth. So if I can take care of that guy and make sure he survives. <laughs> I mean, she, she would tweet her way into finding him somewhere. Yes. So I'm taking Seth. You'll, you'll love to hear it. You'll love to hear it. And I'm protecting him at all costs. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. That was our new segment, our one minute challenge. Let us know what you think. <laughs> it's a <laughs> work in progress. <laughs> it's a work in progress. But well, it, was, it was solid. It was solid. Uh, that's all I have to, on my agenda sheet for this we podcast. We did talk a lot of hockey. We did. We, we talked a lot of hockey. Time. Yeah. Uh, hey, before we close it out, though, a couple, couple things. We're doing a new challenge to all you little boomers that have yet to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. So we want to hit 150 reviews. We're at 119 right now. This is what we're doing. So y'all remember those? We are the fifth line wristbands, okay? We were the uh, instrumental part in making those happen. Well, we, we have some. And what we're going to do is, if you leave us a five-star review with a comment, be as dumb as possible in the comment, say whatever you want, but that still has to be a five-star review. And the most creative comments from this point until we hit 150, we're going to pick five, and we're going to mail you, if you're a winner, we're going to mail you a We Are the Fifth Line wristband. Also, I just want to point out, I'm excited about this. Are you ready? Okay. If we continue on the path of Wednesday and then Sunday or like Saturday, if it's a viewing yes. or something like that, that means that I will be here for the 69th episode. Oh, baby. <laughs> Evens on Wednesday, odds on the weekend. Yeah. I will be here. Oh, wow. That is true. It yeah. is. It is even on Wednesday. Because it's 63. Yeah. 64 would be Wednesday. 65. 65. I mean, we continue on the path. <laughs> also, yeah. did anyone read the tweet that we got sent to us? No. Because Chris Kidd just tweeted us and said i tried to get bob's autograph today and unfortunately he missed the pin and it went right through his five hole and onto the floor <laughs> so <laughs> that's that's accurate that's pretty funny we're, I wonder, we're tugging him along yeah they're, they're i wonder joining. how many uh because it was season ticket holder day so i'm bob and panarin were both there so i wonder how many comments they got like what are you like stay like what are you doing at least to panarin not so much to bob but you know yeah um i 
went at the at the cannonball um nobody asked anybody about any of that i think people are honestly scared they'll to bash ask it, them. They'll, yeah well i mean it's there's they're probably all keyboard warriors you know i think so <laughs> but nobody like it media. was never even a topic because around any of them just hearing the the yeah. conversations that were had as a third party yeah i mean i feel like there's a time and a place probably and i feel like those events are not that right but i don't yeah I don't, hey speaking of bread man though uh, the hockey dudes threw a loaf of bread on the ice last night. That's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we are completely endorsing this idea. So uh, next game, if there is not at least five loaves of bread on the ice, Little Boomers, you are severely disappointing me. February 12th. February 12th. Against the Capitals. Oh, so perfect. Now, here's it's going to be a sellout happen, game. Here's what I think is how it should work. Okay. Is you bring in a loaf of bread, you sneak it in, and... But that's that's the other thing. There's no guarantee. I was going to say the first goal that Panarin scores, everyone throws bread on the ice. Well, yeah, that, that's what needs to happen. I think uh, once Breadman scores, just did you say that and I just didn't listen to you? Well, no, that, oh, okay, no, I, th- I thought it was implied. Oh, okay, yeah, but okay, I'm sorry. I know I get sorry, it. Sorry, I didn't. It, read it, it, Usually no, our decks are connected. Yeah, but. they weren't. It wasn't connected there. But uh, yeah, no, it was Panarin scores, or maybe if it's like late in the third and you don't know if he's going to score. But he's on the score. Like he gets an assist. Throw it. Just throw it. Chuck yeah. it. Um, if you need any pointers on how to sneak in bread, uh, I think you just like so like in Nashville they have the catfish. Like the people throw a catfish. What they do is they like they saran wrap it to their body. Hmm. So that's how they get it in. So yeah, I'd recommend that. Just saran wrap it to your body somehow. How long before those metal detectors? How long before they make a detector that detects like saran wrap or any type of like alcoholic bottle yeah. I, mean, I don't know airport ones do don't they yeah, those guys can body one. yeah those guys can see your naughty bits everything i like it <laughs> uh okay one more thing before we close this bad boy out february 16th speaking of bread again uh we're gonna be at high bank distillery having a little save the bread watch party it is against the uh, chicago blackhawks and, uh, yeah, we're just going to be there having a good time with the old High Bank gang, and we're going to be doing our podcast live. So and if he's traded before then, we're still just going to be there watching the game. Oh, yeah. If, so. he, if he's <laughs> traded before then, it's just going to be a Chicago Blackhawks watch party at High Bank Distillery, and we're all just going to drink all their alcohol and get drunk and forget that Panera was ever on our team. Yes. That's the goal. And hopefully he's not back with Chicago if he does get traded. I That would if make it so, so, so much better. <laughs> It really would. Oh, if Lord. he gets, if we trade him to Chicago before that, and that's our watch party. And that's our watch party. Can you imagine? Oh my God, That'd we're be gonna great. get hashtag fuck the bread. I mean, <laughs> it's not gonna happen though. He's gonna resign long term here. Calling it. He's getting traded to Florida. Maybe there's a lot of rumors about that. I don't if know. not, then Bob, Florida. Someone can take Bob gladly. I am. Um, yeah. No. Get rid of him. I'm. I, I'm totally off of the Bob train. I'm sorry. It sucks. Like, there's no way to just play that one out. Like, no. I, there's we we know it's not going to happen. We're not going to pay him anyway because if we are going to try to pay someone, it's going to be Panarin. Yeah. So we're not re-signing Bob. We have got to get something for him. Get him out. That's yeah. Columbus. I know I we usually do. Uh, it's usually like an overreaction Monday, but we're going to do an overreaction Sunday. Okay. Uh, real quick, I think that it's time to find our core pieces, figure out who they're going to be. Cam, PLD. Are you calling for a rebuild? Seth Jones, Warinsky, and and I not start over completely, but it's time to start 
cleaning house. This team isn't it. And you said it yourself on Twitter, Jordan. Yeah, whatever this is. This team, it. this it's <laughs> not it. I mean, yeah. we've seen that. Over, we This is our first big just, losing streak of the season, but I think that yeah. – We've kind of shown that inconsistency all season, it's and this five-game losing streak is really just the the the, the two through four lines. I just I don't they're everywhere. There's no consistency, and that's what really worries me. Our first line is probably arguably one of the best in the league, in my opinion, because of Panarin. Yeah, Panarin's amazing. PLD's a hell he's a hell of a center, and Cam is freaking scored machine right now. So like one of the best lines but two through four my god i don't i don't know i just don't there's no consistency like you said like it's just they'll have good torts, games torts puts yep. them in a blender and you never know what's going to come out so yeah. yeah it's i think the, the going to what you just said the our first line being one of the best in the league forwards wise i think that is mainly because of panarin i think panarin makes that whole line better if you threw somebody else in, in the left winger as in in place of panarin if we were to trade him i they would fall off honestly maybe I, Cam wouldn't. Cam would not be on a on his on a career pace right now like yeah. he is if it wasn't for Artemi. I mean, when Anderson was up there, it was pretty. It was a pretty solid line, a couple of games ago. I was on that. I agree. But yeah, people pay more attention to to Bread when he's on the ice, and oh, I think that sure. that leaves open shots for the changer. other guys. All right, I'm done here. I have no other thoughts. Leave us that five star review. Once we hit 150, we're going to send out some of the fifth line wristbands. And it's going to be great. Who's winning the Super Bowl today? Um, the Patriots. The Bengals. Okay. Tom Brady uh, wins. Don't I'm, do it. Don't do it. I already predicted uh, last I, podcast. Tom Brady's so good at what he does, but I hate him, so I want the Rams win. I said, the, I said the Rams would win. Don't do it to yourselves. It's Come on. It's revenge game for the Rams. I, no. It doesn't matter. It doesn't it's matter. Tom Brady. It doesn't matter what the game's about. It's, it's Tom Brady. Don't do game it. for the Eagles. Revenge game for the Rams. I think it happens. Just, I think Rams... Just don't do it. Rams by 10. By 10? Mark it. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I don't care. <laughs> Did, uh, yeah. uh, Guys like James Harrison came out and said that, he's the, that he has the best study habits he's ever seen. Tom Brady's not losing this game. We'll Tom see. Brady doesn't play defense. You know how much Rams. I care? Nah, none at all. Because I don't like the NFL. Fair enough. I'll be watching it. I'm watching it, yeah. I'm going to live tweet it from the artillery account. No. Change the password. <laughs> <laughs> All right, little boomers. Thanks for listening to episode 63. We will see you Wednesday. Bye-bye. Good job,